And a good afternoon to you. I'm Al Cresta. Uh, two things in front of us here. Uh, President Biden visiting Pope Francis, and then uh, a very interesting story out of Portland, uh, Oregon. Uh, you remember a few years ago, Planned Parenthood launched a Shout Your Story social media campaign encouraging women who had had abortions to share their positive stories. And abortion advocates tell us, of course, that abortion is nothing to be ashamed of, that it's a simple procedure uh, necessary for the empowerment of women. And yet now Portland is actually allowing women to take bereavement leave after an abortion. In other words, grief after an abortion. I'm going to talk these things over with Dr. Monica Miller. Let's begin. By the way, good to see you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Okay, let's start with the president first. Because I know people are wondering what's going on here. There's something, I'll just say there's something incoherent in the reporting on this. So... Obviously, reporters wanted to know what had happened and uh, what did the subject of abortion come up between the pope and the president. So Biden says, no, it didn't. It came up. We just talked about the fact he was happy that I was a good Catholic and I should keep receiving communion. Yeah, none of that makes any sense. So it begins with, no, it didn't. Right. Then it it came up. We just talked about the fact that he was happy that I was a good Catholic and I should keep receiving communion. Well, I think, okay, if, I, if I'm going to try to <laughs> try to make sense out of something that hasn't any sense in it, but when he says, no, it didn't, it did, but, but in a sense, no, it didn't, because what he's saying is it did only to the extent that he said I was a good Catholic and I should continue to receive communion. I mean that, yeah. that's that's the most the most sense you can make out of I it. I think so. Uh, yeah. According to Biden's putting his spin, he, you see the thing is he's able to take complete advantage of the meeting yeah. on the very issue that has been pre- preoccupying the bishops and and uh, thousands of Catholics regarding the scandal of Biden promoting facilitating the murder of unborn children and how that impacts his practice of Catholicism. And then, of course, the whole issue of uh, receiving Holy Communion. So Biden knows that this was on the mind of maybe millions of people all over the world. And so he has to walk out of that meeting with the Pope with having taken advantage that, hey, I'm a good Catholic, and the Pope said I could continue to receive communion. I find it odd that he even uses that that qualifying term, continue to receive. Because that right there tells you the context had to have been the subject of whether or not I should continue under the circumstances. And I I, I, I don't know. If if I'm going to say this, Al, if the Pope actually said that to him, it is a huge, huge disappointment. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a very, it's a huge disappointment, yeah. and it and if it, it is, was directly addressed, yeah, I, I agree, and it would really um, it's also in contradiction to what uh, previous uh, instructions have been, right? You know, yeah. and so, the, but what, the, we're, the, the document from Argentina, uh, yeah, the yeah. the Aparecida document, and then right. also what. Uh, um, uh, Cardinal Ratzinger wrote uh, years ago. Yes. <laughs> um, you remember him? Yeah, uh, remember he, him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is it's 
you know what's funny? I, I, I was thinking about this. If I were if, if I were Joe Biden, how, the way I would have handled this is I would have come out and when somebody asked me what the Pope said to me about uh, taking communion, I would have said, "It's none of your business." I would say this was a private discussion a between private me discussion. and the Holy Father. Yeah, yeah, and let it go at that. And and, and but then okay, make, that kind of leads. But lead, he makes leads, big of it. He makes a big thing of yeah, it. Yeah, but that you also know. leads. If if he were to say this was a private discussion between myself and the Holy Father. Uh, so, in other words, I'm not going to – but then that leaves room for, oh, so maybe uh, the Pope did say you should change your ways when it comes to the defense of unborn children. If you want to be a good Catholic, this is what you need to do. Sure. Um, but, but then here, he would continue. He's taken the total, the total advantage of a, 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 a discussion we may never actually ever know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I would say, you know, he would just continue doing what he's doing and then assume that everybody would well, realize. Well, and here's the know. other thing, Al. If now that Biden has spoken publicly as to, uh, give, you know, giving him credibility from the Holy Father himself that he's a good Catholic and he should continue to receive communion, I believe that if the Pope did not say that to him or or Biden has put some uh, skewed interpretation on what the Pope said. The Pope needs to say so. You would hope so. Well, there yeah. it is. You would hope so. They, you know, he cannot allow the Pope cannot allow himself to be used and abused in such a manner if he never said those things to Biden. Yeah, the Holy See often doesn't correct. You know, it just lets things go. Lets things go along. I don't, it must be a certain kind of mindset yeah. about that we don't respond to our critics. I know, but when there's something that is actually going to be hurtful to the to the faith of the church itself, yeah. with the highest profile, pr- quote-unquote, practicing Catholic saying that I'm perfectly good to go, <laughs> it's harmful to the, to, the, to the faith all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't have no argument with me on that, you know. Well, but we continue to fight the good fight, yeah. uh, Al, and, and, and hope that the light will s- 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 shine eventually in this in this incredible darkness regarding this particular issue. Let's let's go to Portland, though. Yeah. That, that's a strange story. <laughs> oh, isn't uh, it? What, why don't you explain it? Well, apparently, uh, um, earlier, I was either... Well, this I've got the art. The, the I think it was this week, so I, uh, I've got uh, two docu- two articles. One okay, one's dated October twenty fifth, so that's just four days ago. The Portland City Council passed a resolution that they will grant bereavement benefits to women who have experienced, uh, well, let's say bereavement as a consequence of their. A decision to abort their unborn children. So this this goes within the the broader c- category of pregnancy loss. So if you you've had a miscarriage or an abortion, yeah. you're granted the bereavement benefit. Now some pro-lifers, and I understand why, and and, may, and maybe there there is a a, a kind of an odd um, advantage that all of a sudden um, the pro-abortion, pro-legal abortion advocates are suddenly, oddly, willing to admit that maybe uh, women could possibly suffer uh, mourning and regret and emotional uh, adverse consequences um, when they they abort 
their children, there, there's something perhaps the pro-life movement can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. But I think that the other side is lauding this resolution and and I think the reason they, they know it goes to their their advantage because it normalizes the abortion decision. It's just another way of losing a baby. It's another form of miscarriage. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I, I think this is very pernicious. I yeah. really do. Yeah. And I, I don't think the pro-life movement should get on the bandwagon just, yeah. with this sort of thing. You can always take advantage of, hey, they're, they're actually saying, after, after, frankly, decades of trying to deny <laughs> that, yeah. that there are any real adverse consequences to abortion emotionally, spiritually, psychologically yeah. uh, to the mom. Uh, they've kind of tried to sweep that uh, under the carpet uh, literally for decades. Okay, that's there's the advantage to the pro-life movement. But this, they see that this is a way to, to bring abortion within a certain kind of cultural acceptance on par with simply losing a baby. Right. It, it takes – in some ways it's funny because it takes the moral agency away from the woman. It sees abortion as just something that has happened to you. Mm which then should elicit from the surrounding society agreement as to your you've got grief because something happened to you right. um as as in a in a miscarriage yeah it's a very, it's a strange well, well, thing let's put this in on another context yeah, let's ahead. let's say that uh uh the state of Oregon um, and it's a very pro-death state and it has a, a, you know one of the first to legalize assisted suicide um but let's say that uh, in the state of Oregon, or maybe even just across the entire United States, um, parents, mothers, were permitted to kill their born children up to the age of three. Um, so w- would we provide a bereavement benefit right. to uh, parents who kill their toddlers? Um, no, you see, my, you see what I'm yeah, saying. No, I mean, this, I, I, I see. They they have murdered their child, yeah. and and now we're going, we're going to recognize somehow that we're going to you know recognize your loss having having done away with your offspring. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it removes it, it removes the moral agency yeah. from the woman. That that's what is so perplexing to me. Uh, they normally they're all about again agency. The empowerment of of the woman. Yeah, I, li- I like I like that uh, that that insight that you have there, Al. Yeah. I because I, I, I think that's very pertinent. Yeah, and I I, I, th- I don't know. I wonder if this is going to catch on. I, I'd be well, curious to know how I, it's going to be well, picked up in other uh, pro-choice circles. That'll be interesting to see. Apparently, there's been only maybe one possible other instance. Um, the British bank called Monzo. Um, I don't know how long ago this was. It doesn't sound British, does it? <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> M-O-N-Z-O, the British bank Monzo, attracted news attention when it began offering new paid leave benefits for employees who miscarry or abort their unborn babies. So there's some precedence yeah. for what, what, was, uh, what was decided in Portland. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. I, I actually am surprised there isn't more attention being given to it. Um, I would have thought this is something that would be, you know, everybody would be. Uh, well, pro, about. the pro life movement has taken note, yeah, for of sure. Of course, yeah, because yeah. we're sensitive yeah. uh, to these matters. And I think maybe it's a good thing that we're taking note because I, 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 I do know some pro lifers are getting on the bandwagon, and I think they're being very hasty. 
Oh yeah, to this embrace to embrace this only because well, hey, they're finally admitting that there that there's regret or there's emotional consequences to abortion. But I think in the long run, if this catches on, it's to the advantage of the pro-abortion movement. Yeah. Um, do you remember? I'm trying to remember her name now. Naomi might have been Naomi Watts. Wolf. Wolf. Naomi Wolf. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ten years ago now, actually wrote a piece. I think it was in New Republic or the Atlantic. The Atlantic. Where, yes. where she talked about the uh, the tragedy associated with abortion. Well, let's admit that the pro-lifers are right that abortion does stop a beating heart. <laughs> she was. She was. She was whacked. Okay, you know? let us let us come on. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, abortion does. I mean, their bumper stickers are true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Actually, it's something I, I've even brought up in my book, uh, abandoned the untold story of the abortion wars. Um, that it it's now uh, how shall I put it? The other side wins if they are able to get away with saying. The unborn, the fetus is human. We'll admit it. We're just going to have to admit it, but it doesn't matter. Well, that's right. It's yeah. to their advantage to admit that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, again, the American people don't seem to have too much trouble being able to have two contradictory uh, comp- concepts yes. <laughs> to hold them at the same time, unfortunately. Thank you. Thank Good you, Good talking Al. with you again. God bless you. Okay. Dr. Monica Miller. I'm Al Cresta. 